Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast. What's up, Al? I, by the way, I just wanted to say, for anybody that watched the show this morning, I love the hoodie, the Indiana State hoodie. Oh, Alan thank you, today. Jerry. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where I saw this, where I got uh, where I got this. Not online? Maybe in a store? No, I, don't, I definitely bought oh. it online, but I think somebody had a sweatshirt on here. Oh, okay. I, maybe Andrew Bogish, and then Gio was talking about it. Then Gio found it online. Oh, then cool. I went online. I was like, oh, they have Indiana State. There you go. My alma mater, as yes. they say. Alma mater. Very nicely done. I went yesterday, Jerry, for the first time since the pandemic started. I went to an actual gym. Oh, good for you. That's the first time, huh? Yeah. Wow. I'd been working out uh, for the longest time. I was just doing push-ups and then had the resistance bands mm-hmm. in my house. Then Boomer got us those total the gyms. Total gym. I was using that. But I, I started going to the gym uh, that's in Bradley Beach near my house. It is a... Uh, it's a muscle guy gym. Like there's a lot of muscle dudes in there. How is it when you go in there? Is it busy? Well, I only I so I went in yesterday for the first time. What time? I went like one o'clock. Okay, it was busy. Does anybody work? I don't know. That's amazing. Like, I get it if you're going to tell me it's six thirty at night or six o'clock in the morning. It's busy. Well, I can't imagine like when it's really busy in there. Uh, but this is like a real gym. Mm-hmm. Like I walked in acting like I had been there before because I wanted to look like I fit in. Yeah. Um, even though I didn't know where anything was or, <laughs> or anything, and I hadn't used the, it was the funny thing. Like when once you when you do certain exercises, as you know, you do them over and over again, like the total gym, whatever. 
Then you do something different. It's completely different. Yeah. yeah. So I went to the bench press machines and all, and I was like, wow, this feels like a workout. It actually felt like I worked out. I mean, I'm sure he did. And I'm sore this morning. More than 100 pounds on the bench press? No. No? No. I'm just starting again. I feel like I What'd got nothing. What did you start with? Well, I don't, I don't go on the actual bench press. I went on those hammer machines, yeah. you know, the one where you put the yeah. weights on, but you push up 45 on each. Uh, okay, so that's close to 100 pounds. Uh, yeah, that's you're fine. right. It's that's not close. so bad. Yeah. But, yeah, a lot of muscle guys in there. I'm sure. It's what they do. And, in fact, this gym, Jerry, this is how hardcore. This gym is open 24 hours a day, mm-hmm. seven days a week, 365 days a year. Do they give you a key card for overnight? Or is no, there I think there's there? someone there. Really? Yeah. Because I know there was a gym in Matawan that was like that, but they gave you a key card. Oh, that's interesting. And it recorded. So they you had to give them a lot of information. Yeah. And credit card on file with a good amount of credit. And you had the authority to go in. There were cameras. And it knew that's who, yeah, I like whose that. card it was. But between, I think, midnight and 4 a.m., there was no one there. It was up to you. My brother used to go. It's a very interesting concept. Yeah, I'm curious who's in there at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. I, I think it's a good time for you and I to go. Yeah. Go at 2.30 in the morning, take a shower, come to work. Absolutely. You know? Here's the other thing I, I think about this place. I don't think they have air conditioning in there. They might not. It's the ocean. Open the windows and the doors in the summer. Ooh, but that's got to get hot in and there, smelly. though. And smelly. And smelly. Yeah. But there's a, I mean, I'm sure, is it right on the ocean or not? No. Really? Oh, it's not. I was going to say, if it's right on the ocean, I'm sure they get the breeze running through. You yeah, open no. the back door, get the cross breeze. No, I see a lot of big fans in the window. Wow, okay. And I remember going by there in the summer thinking, like, that gym. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Parking lot. They do have a parking lot. Because there's a place in parking that does not have air conditioning. And what they do, a friend of mine is a member, they have some machines, but I don't think it's like what you're talking about. But they're more into the different, you know, with the with the ropes, yeah, and with the with the big balls and you know big all balls. that stuff, um, and also the kettlebells. Mm-hmm. What they do in the summer is the doors are wide open, and they block off like eight spots in the parking lot with cones, and they set it up outside, so you can be in out, and there's free flowing air, but there ain't no air conditioning. Yeah, that's no what way. I think this is. Yeah, it might be. It felt good, though, to get back into, like, yeah, a gym. I'm sure it did. Has to. No masks. Not a single person had a mask on. Isn't it funny how, if you go back, today's January 27th. Yes. December 27th, I came down with COVID and felt, like, horrendous, as you know. Isn't it funny how you go back a month, it felt like the whole world was getting COVID again. And now it seems like no one's got it. And yeah. it's like it died again. Yes. So weird, isn't it? It is very weird. Crazy. Very weird. So uh, you'll see me there uh, pumping iron, Jerry. I'll be probably ripped by the summer. I thought you said you weren't using the weights that you were using the machine. Uh, weights and machines. Oh, you I, I, was, oh, okay. I tried to use whatever is like. Uh, available. Whatever was available. And then it was not crowded. So, you walk uh, in there with your bands. <laughs> they actually have the bands there. Really? Yeah, they got oh, everything. I would have thought in a place like that, they'd be like, get that crap out of yeah. here. Get your new finagled crap out of here. <laughs> Like, the, the, it's not new equipment, but it's not old equipment. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's equipment that's been through some things. I'm sure. But still works. Very expensive to replace, too. Yeah, I bet. So, uh, I'll be probably by the, what's today? Jan, is January. So, I have to, through February, March, April. Well, by the time the summer hits, Jerry? You got your beach body. Oh, damn. I understand. 
Maybe I could find someone in there. She'll point me in the direction of testosterone. I was telling Gina yesterday, I go, what if I just started taking testosterone now, then start going to the gym? Yeah. I'd be muscular. You would be. I would be, right? 100% you would be. I have my veins popping out of my biceps. I'm somewhat leery on that. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm leery as well. I because shouldn't be. Yeah. It's, for me, it's the whole prostate cancer thing. It doesn't cause prostate cancer. But it can speed up the, if you have prostate cancer in your body, mm. it can speed up the rate at which it spreads. It's, yeah. Oof. Yeah, I'd st- I would stay away. Yeah. At that risk and reward, not worth yeah. it. Not worth it. Not worth it. All right. I got a couple of stories here for you, Jerry. All of them are quality stories. The first one, you know, we all buy used houses. Like for the most part, we don't get houses built. You're buying a used house. You've. You and I both purchase used yeah. automobiles, right? Save some money there, Jerry. Sometimes high-ticket items, you buy a used, yep. saved money. Well, let me ask you this. Would you buy a used sex doll? <laughs> no. Used sex dolls are being sold online for, like what happens with cars, a fraction of the original price, and people are buying them. Do you think if you bought one mm-hmm. and the person that had her last found out he got he became jealous? What you're dating someone else? I bet you that's happened. Yep, there's a uh, there's a website called Galmato Haven, and they specialize in selling pre-loved sex dolls. Uh, but they 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 they, they like, sort of like almost like a certified used car. They go they certify it. Clean they certify it clean. Free. Yep. Ugh, uh, let's dude. see. They do her makeup, nails. They tighten up her joints. Quote, she'll be treated like the princess she is and come home to you freshly powdered, rejuvenated, and ready to make you feel like you did the day she arrived for the first time. Certified pre-owned section is where you can get them. This is ridiculous, dude. There's even a, (laughs) as this article says, Jerry, there's even a concerning section where just sex doll heads are for sale. Ow, I, oh my God. I cannot even believe what I'm about to say. Yeah. Are you on their website? Yes. You're on the uh, Galmato Haven website? Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to say it. I okay. Can't. You know how much these are? Yeah, they're expensive. That's why you got to get them like a used car. You got to... They say, much like a used car, Jerry, the moment you take a sex doll off the lot, it loses a third of its value. All right. Do you want a head on it or just I would the, like a head on just my the sex body. doll. No, the whole thing. The whole body with the head, about $7,000. 7000 Yes. If you just want the torso, which I don't know why anyone would just want that, $3,000. Wow. And if you if you only want to buy the head. Yeah. Well, how much does the head cost me? You can get a head for about 900 bucks, <laughs> And you can just buy a face. <laughs> oh, my God. This is crazy. And you know, hey, you want to get crazier? Yeah. You have any idea? So there are there are seven pages worth of dolls of used to certified used dolls. Six pages are all sold out. Right. That's what this uh, what this article is saying. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah. So they it says that you know they they really uh in the certification program for this. So these dolls must come in in rough shape sometimes. This is insane, dude. They say that guys like uh, trading in their sex dolls for different sex dolls, like uh, having uh, a new dating partner. Wow. I, just wow. Yep. Certified pre-owned. 
Well, you know what? That's you what are, I was looking at. You are on are, the right. So these prices are pre-owned. Right. This is for a, a pre, pre-loved pre sex doll, $7,000. Oh, well, I know when Howard Stern used to uh, have talk about the real doll. Yeah. Back then, and this is like the late 90s, I think they were $15,000. Well, you can get a certified, uh, you can get Stephanie for $6,000. Certified pre-owned Stephanie. And Michelle is an unused oh. 2021 model Wow, for 5000 Why is that one cheaper, unused? I don't know. She's a leftover, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. I, oh, yeah, yeah. This, this honestly is concerning. Yeah, that's what this website says, concerning, especially the head-only section. Oofah. Here's a related story, Jerry. Well, let me see. I have two others. Oh, yes, this is the related story. Uh, this comes to us from the UK. A man who claims to be the world's most prolific sperm donor <laughs> has claimed he has fathered 129 children. But medical experts are warning against his actions, mainly because he's he's 66 years old. He's been donating sperm from his van for 10 years. He never charges for his services, saying that happiness to families is worth is worth Time it to out. him. Yeah, he sell- <laughs> He gives away his sperm oh out of his van. Okay, and people actually buy this. Quote: Does he not charge? What's that? Did you say he doesn't? charge? He doesn't charge. Quote: I'm probably the world's most prolific sperm donor, with now being at 138 babies. Well, 129 babies born, nine pregnancies right now. I might continue for another few years. Let me ask you something. I want to get to 150. If this is not a legal thing, he doesn't have a business set up. Right. I'm sure he doesn't have any type of insurance for this. Correct. He's basically, for lack of a better term, helping out desperate couples. Correct. Could they sue him for paternity fees? I don't know. Because, like... Unless he's going to, you know, some online lawyer for documents making them sign that they're not going to come after him legally. What would stop a woman from saying he's the father, he owes me paternity? Uh, maybe because he lives in a van and doesn't have anything to uh, to but, get. I guess. It says, he says. Is it down by the river? Down by the river. He says it's illegal to charge and doesn't seem right to take money when I have more than them. He've, he is unable to be an official sperm donor because sperm banks in the U.K. have an age limit of 45. That means I can't be a sperm donor. Correct. The Human Fertilization and Embryology Authority has issued a warning regarding this man's uh, sperm donations. It says uh, that all donors and patients should be treated at a licensed U.K. clinic. So they don't want just a guy in a van down by the river giving out his sperm. Isn't that weird? You've passed that point in your life. Right. I'm no longer. My sperm is not valuable. Well, it is because you could still have children. Not to but this place. But you can't place. make not money to donations, from right? You can't help anyone. Like, we don't need your old ass sperm with no dick, bare tails or barely, barely wagging on these have things. Have you had it checked? No. So you don't know that. You could be. 52 years in the making in there <laughs> dying to get out <laughs> <laughs> we're 52 i'd give i'd have a baby that came out old like reverse Benjamin ages <laughs> so that means 100 and 
38 women have gone to him. And that he's got 138 kids. In a van down by the river. Yeah. That's what I mean. This guy should go on 23andMe, get registered, so when all these babies grow up and and want to register on 23andMe, he can help them out. Oh, you have a big family? Yes, I have 137 brothers and sisters. Yes. That's nuts. uh, That is crazy. Yeah. Especially the same area. Right. Right. They're all going into the van. They should put them in jail. Oh, you want him to go to jail now? Just is stop! Right? Don't do that. Is that right, Jerry? Oh my God! Here's so, uh, something from TikTok. Now, normally TikTok stuff I think is stupid. It's like a lot of dumb things, you know. But this is a nice. I don't thing. think I've ever logged onto it once. I don't I, have an account. I don't have an account either. I've, I've, I've two or three times downloaded the app and been like, oh, I'm going to check out this TikTok. See, but then every time I, I forget that they want you to create an account first. Oh. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Yep. I know too many and then accounts. I'm, delete. Delete. So what's cool from TikTok? So TikTok, what people are doing on TikTok is they're going jogging, but bringing a garbage bag with them and picking up litter as they jog. Very nice of it's them. A TikTok trend. It's great. And something I do sometimes when I'm walking whimsy. You bring a bag? Every once in a while. Not often. That's great, though. Good for you. But I bring the bag and I bring my uh, garbage picker-upper that I bought off of uh, Amazon. Right. That's great. It's sometimes hard to walk her and do the garbage. Especially she's a big dog, too. Yeah. But sometimes, every once in a while, in particular, I'll walk around the block by myself without the dog and pick up uh, trash. There's a glimpse into your future. Yeah. What do you do every Tuesday and Thursday? Well, I pick up garbage and right. <laughs> Why? I have nothing else to do. Well, like in the winter, it gets very windy. Well, I guess sure. it's windy all the time. Now, in the summer months, Bradley Beach pays like uh, teenagers. They they work for the town or Is that something. Why you hibernate? Too many teens on the streets. <laughs> Too many teens. Well, well, these are teens doing good things. They're I'm kidding. they're going around and they they walk around with those orange uh, Home Depot buckets mm-hmm. and uh, sticks with the uh, spike at the end of it to pick up the garbage. Yeah. I like that. That is that's awesome. That's nice. Keeping your town beautiful. Yeah, but in the winter, you know, we don't do that. So individuals have to take care of their what what areas. percentage of the population is there from winter to summer? That is a ten question. of the people. I would more say than more. That? More than that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I would say it's almost fifty percent now. Oh, okay. At least. So you don't feel like it's barren there. In no. The, in the like Long Beach Island, if you go to Long Beach Island yeah. right now, there's no one there. No, no, no. It's not barren at every all. Every 10 houses might have a person. No. I would say the opposite. Like okay. every 10 houses, you might you might see it's completely empty oh, and no okay. one's in it. So it's yeah, really it's not bad. While it's still a summer place to go to the beach, it, people live there. Yeah. And I don't know if that's, you know, I got there when the pandemic, during the pandemic. So I don't know if people, so many people work from home that they, if they have this as their second house, maybe they stay down yeah. here now. I don't know. That'd be a good place to be. Yeah. Plus, I pick up the trash, so. And you end, right, and they got a garbage guy. No, I was free. looking that in uh, the, the this storm we're getting, Jerry, is Friday into Monday. I'm yeah. sorry, for, Friday, <laughs> Friday into Saturday. And uh, the coastal area of the shore, they've got like 12 inches really? showing. Yeah, it seems very coastal. So that's and what you're getting? That's what we're getting? 12 yeah. Years. I'm not going to be here, so. I think you might be getting less. I hope so. Uh, I thought I saw three to six in my my. Oh, okay. I don't mind it. I don't mind that not having to travel into work. So I don't mind that even if we get twelve inches by weekends, fine. Yeah, the weekends. I think anybody that works Monday through Friday, they get a weekend storm. They're like, bring it on. Yeah, it's cool. 
because we always get screwed with the Wednesday night monster storm or right. Sunday night storm. And, and I, I know what G's saying about hanging out. I, I don't have any interest in that anymore. I don't. In what? Coming to work and then getting a hotel because it's going to be a oh, big yeah, storm. No. Like, I have a family. I want to go home. And not that it's fun, but you want to go home and at least help them dig out and not be stuck here the next morning yeah. and trying to get your car. It's such, such a pain in the ass. Does your town, like, overly salt the roads preparing for a overly storm? Overly salt? Yeah. I don't know about that, but I will tell you that they do a – my development, they do a very good job of clearing the roads. The last development I was in, terrible job. I felt like we were, like, the last ones to get taken care of. Here I feel like we're the first and the last. And they do – I mean, they do a really good job in the development of it now. What's your move if you're on the parkway and the salting is in progress? I go past them. Yeah, but then you get pelted with yes. all that salt. Yeah, as opposed to my car getting hit by a street sweeper in Manhattan. <laughs> Been there, done that. I guess, like, I was thinking this the other, the last time we were coming in, and it was, like, two two days that yeah. one week where we never really got anything, but they, like, really salted the roads. And both times on the parkway, I got completely pelted. Oh, yeah. But it's up to you to pass them. Right. The problem is they're going 25 miles an yes. hour. Yes, but I think all the time, like, wow, if I had, like, a really nice expensive car you might not i'd be stuck yes you would because i want to be wouldn't want to be getting pelted with all this snow you're 100 percent right right uh, yes but Wrong. to me i don't and i went by it and my wife's my wife is a ford expedition and i love i absolutely is my favorite vehicle we've ever had it is it's tremendous and i because it's a nice car it's a nice suv i'm like mm, do i pass this I'm right like, yeah, i gotta get to work sorry hon then you hear <laughs> yes <laughs> yes absolutely oh and i gotta call safe light Safe flight repair. A gigantic rock hit my windshield last week. Is that right? And I got, but I'm hoping it's the one where they can just clamp it and burn it and seal it. Oh, yeah. Because it's not a spider. It's not. Oh, it's just a, uh, like a hole in it's the a windshield? Big, it's a big hole, but it's not crazy. Okay. I you got to get it now. Safe flight repair. Safe flight replace. No, I, but I don't know when I can do it because I'm not around. Safe flight replace. Have them come brutal. to New York when you uh, have it uh, while your car is parked here. Like Safe flight repair. Can't go out. No, I'll have them come flight. to the driveway. They'll do it in the house. No, what's tough now with Safe Flight is some of the cars, my car has this. Anything that has like um the safety features where there's two cameras on on your front windshield. Yeah. Or they aim through yeah. You have to go to Safe Flight for the repair. Oh really? They can't come out to you. Because oh. they gotta recalibrate oh, interesting. things. Okay. Safe flight repair. Really not the worst thing in the world, as long as there's one close. Safe flight replace. Yes. I don't know why me and you are not doing commercials for Safe Flight. We love that place. I love Safe Flight. I know. We've used them so many times. One of the best best companies I've ever yeah. seen. Everyone's very always friendly. Yeah. And and think about what they're doing in a two hour window. Yes. It is ridiculous. I don't know how they replace I windshields. Don't either. I, not only that, they, my wife, I told you when the baseball went through my wife's windshield over the summer. It took the mirror down. And right. the mirror's got electronics in yes. it and stuff. They can, hey, go, yeah, no problem. I'll fix it. I'm like, oh, okay. Is there is that extra? No, we deal with this all the time. I'm like, okay. And then he got two hours. All right, we're all done. I look. I'm like, it looks like nothing happened. Right. So many important pieces of the interior of the car now go through the rear the uh, yeah, the rear view mirror yes. com- components. Dude, unbelievable. Yeah. So, great company. Really I like is. how they even can get your registration sticker off mm-hmm. and on the and new windshield. And then put the new one and put them yeah. right back on the old the, the new awesome. windshield. It is. It's tremendous. Let's go, Safe Light. Let's Spend open Spend some money on the Alan Jerry open up podcast. A, a Safe Light? Uh, it's a franchise, right? Yeah, I couldn't do it. Why not? I mean, as far as I can't, I could With be the, the amount of money you lost in the stock market this month, you've got plenty <laughs> sitting there. You could open up a Safe Light. 
I'll work behind the counter. I, I didn't can't. say we have to work. I said oh, we okay. open one. We open one. Yeah. Because well, I don't know how to do I don't know mind. how to do those windshields. <laughs> Although I'm sure if we went to the franchise meeting, you would be trained how to do everything. Yeah. That's why my friend of mine did the surf pro. Had no idea what the hell he was doing. Bought in, two week training. Now he's like an expert. Like, how do they find people to work at Safe Flight to repair windshields? Like, who who goes in and goes? I need a job. Oh, you know what I'm good at? I'd probably be mm. good at the. Or 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 are they recruited by like? Listen, we have a cool training program. We're gonna treat. We're gonna train you how to replace windshields. My, this is what it pays. I would guess if you've got some sort of yes, I think that's probably possible. Yeah. And I also think probably if you have a mechanics background, they could train you very easily. Yeah. Because those guys know what they're doing around a car. But you're right. People aren't going to know how to walk in and replace a windshield. <laughs> I never see want ads for replacing windshields. When was the last time you saw a want ad? Well, I mean, I just never see like. Have you been on Indeed lately? Safe Light is hiring. I'll no, bet you not. if I put in right now, Safe Light, Safe Light is hiring. Okay, I'll you think you could find? Yes, I'll bet see you what right they now. pay. So, well, I don't know if they're going to tell you that. They Safe might. They're trying to lure people in now. These part-time right jobs in. comes right up. Safe Light. Here we Join go. Join our team. Care- it comes right up. Careers at Safe Light. Okay. Search jobs. All right. Let's Curious. see if I can put in. A... I'd love to get a podcast listener a job at Safe Light right now. Somebody's listening. Jerry, How about a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> right now, Jerry, someone's listening. Going, hmm. So I need a... a job. All right, here we go. So yeah, here we go. In this is in Minnesota, auto glass installation technician trainee. Okay, let's see. It's not going to tell you how much it's going to pay, though. I would doubt it. There's no way. Yeah, it doesn't say. That's a tough gig in Minnesota. Oh, no, it does say. This is in Minneapolis. Okay, twenty one fifty an hour. See, around here, it'd be more than that. Probably like twenty five dollars an hour. I would think so. Plus, you most people, if if they come to you and replace your windshield, most people tip. Yes. I know I do. I do, too. You do a good job like that? Yes. Uh, all right, here's a good tipping question for you. So I had um, I had my furnace put in yesterday, so we actually have heat again. So everything's back good to normal job. in the house. The furnace was installed was $8,000. <laughs> Two techs came out to do it. They were there for six hours. Do you tip them? No. And w- No. No. Wow. I gave them $50 each. Really? I did. Did I they thought, seem I didn't know if that surprised? Was or, I was very gracious. They were? Uh, yes. Very gracious. So, no. A job that took six, seven hours, they had to hump that thing down the stairs, work in a tight space in yeah, the basement. Yeah, but that was an $8,000 purchase. I, you know. But I, but these guys are probably making $20 an hour. Yeah, I don't they know. Don't that's a tough one. They don't own the furnace company. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Hmm. All right. But you're right. Like I would, I would tip a furniture guy, and he, and that takes no time. Yeah, he's right, and you probably give him twenty dollars. He's out in ten minutes. Right. These guys are for six hours. Yeah, that's true. And did a really nice job. Cleaned up. Yeah, you know what? Yes, I would have debated this the entire time, but having seen them do it, yeah. I would have tipped fifty each. Nice, yeah, right? That's, that's enough. Nice. That's nice. I was trying nice to tip. figure out twenty five, fifty, or a hundred each. My wife said a hundred each. You out of your mind? Yeah. I said, all right. I said, I'm not giving him less than 50. I can't. Right. And when the more I thought about it, I'm like, $25. But then she's like, you know, $25, they can get lunch very nicely. I'm like, true. I'm like, let's get 50. So. Yeah, they were there a long time. They were. And they brought you joy with heat. I don't know about joy, but they took the chill out of my damn body. 
They that's did. Damn straw. Oh my god. Yes. That's cool to have a new furnace. It is. That must it's feel badass. Quiet. Yeah. That and the water heater. Really. Well, you're efficient. living. Yes. You're living large over there. Uh, I'm broke, but yes, I'm living large. <laughs> I didn't need all of this to happen on the same weekend. Not on the same weekend? No. It would have been better if it was spread out over a couple of years. I did not. Hmm. Ay, All right. Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Okay. Now, when we come back tomorrow, it's Friday, Football Friday. Yes. We will do cool games. There's only two of them. <laughs> well, we're definitely going to run through both of them and see if we do. I'm not going to look at the games beforehand, Jerry. I'm not going to look at the games, as usual. I will... Uh, hear the games when we present them on cool games and make a decision whether the games this weekend are in fact cool games there you go all right until then so i'm tony kornheiser this is my show my friends come on and you know them we talk about the sports you care about basketball now golf and the metronome of your life baseball whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Be part of the show. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Especially towards the end of the week. What is up, 502 Eddie's Kazari, FDNY. You look good, nice to see you. And, of course, across from me, still wearing... The bush on his head. His name is Aljo Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. This is the winter hat I wear when it's uh, 20 degrees or below. 20 was 14 in oh, yeah. my house. It was 14 in your house because no. I know you don't have heat. <laughs> no, that's been rectified and fixed. Oh, okay, you got heat now. <laughs> it was actually 70 when I left. <laughs> oh, wow. Must have felt like you must have been uh, sleeping nude. Well, it's, I'll tell you, it's funny you say that because once the guys left after they installed the furnace, they put the heat on, and when it got to like 63... My wife said, my God, it's good to have heat again. I'm like, you realize it's only 63 right. in the house. You still got well, another seven degrees or so to go. That's because when she woke up, it was 49 in the house. Oh. What do you set your heat at these days? 70. Yeah, me too. Heated 70. Um, and air conditioning at 72. 72 or 70 also? No, I think 72 we do the air conditioning. Yeah, that seems a little... Now, I have a friend of mine who sets the air conditioning to 80 and the heat to 62. Oof. Yeah. That's a cheap, that's a cheap <laughs> friend you <laughs> yes, have. Yes, he is. And he's very proud to tell you that as well, yeah. that he saves money on his heating and cooling. I see. Yes, but you sweat and freeze. Right. Well, he will tell you, put on sweatshirts, use blankets, and wear shorts. Okay. I think it's easier to have your house cold uh, in the winter because you could put on uh, sweatshirts and things, but hot in the summer is rough. I will now, I, I think I would have agreed with you. I will now say and call BS on that. Because you've had no heat. And you've dealt with it. Dude, it's when you get that chill in you, it sucks. Bone chilling. Oh, it's the Boneless. worst. I actually sat in front of the fire the other day for probably 10 minutes to where my back, I think, burned. Like you were a pilgrim. <laughs> you walked away at 10 seconds. I was freezing again. Yeah. So, you know, I, I might have agreed with you. I won't anymore. All right. At the end of uh, the Sal Akata program, he, Sal was talking about SATs that yes. uh, he got a 910. Okay. And uh, and then Flegelman said he got a fourteen hundred. Yeah, but he said that's after they. Asked. So hold on a second. I think I heard part of this. Yeah. 
When I took the SAT, the best you could get was sixteen hundred. Right. I think Flegelman said, "What? Yeah. I hate when you do that. Just turn the mic on and talk." I said, "You want me to?" I, so I'm here. So oh. when I took it, it was out of twenty four hundred technically. But, like, colleges weren't paying attention to that yet because it was only the second year of the writing. Nobody knew. Right. So I got a 2150 out of wow. the 2400, 1480 out of the 16. And most people, we only paid attention to the 16. That's wow. impressive. That is impressive. 800 on the math. And Very now well I'm here. Done. So. Very well done. Well, you and Eddie, the two smartest people I know, wasting away in margarita. Yeah, I got a 1350. <laughs> Wow. 690 English, 660 math. Not Who good at math. Who knows that? I took... 660 math. That's appropriate, though. I took the SATs twice, and this is not a lie. I don't. I consider myself with it, smart guy. Now, mm. swear to God, this is my score out of sixteen hundred. The first time I took it, six seventy. <laughs> that is not even. What a was joke. the second time? Eight hundred. Yeah, I think I was I happy only, with that one. I was like, look at this. I think I got like a nine ten, and I only took it once. Incredible. That was it. I was done. Six seventy. Like you could, my dog could get. Uh, like accidentally get a six seventy. I know I was halfway. That's a rough score. I was halfway through uh, antonyms, which I think is uh, means opposite, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Before I knew it was opposites, Listen, and I was like, "Well, I look at her sports scores. I have no idea." Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't get smart till I got older. You, I'll tell you, you want to feel dumb if you have. Well, you, I got a six seventy. Uh, well, I don't need look to at feel dumb. At. If you have kids, yeah, <laughs> and you try and help them with their homework, that's when you can really feel like an idiot. You start to feel stupid. Yeah, because they teach the kids differently these days. It's just the whole way of getting to the answers makes no sense to me. Even just math. Like in my head, for most math projects, and I don't mean algebra and stuff like that, but when you're teaching kids long division or all sorts of things like that, to me, I, you do it in your head and you kind of put it. They have all these different ways to actually get to the proper number. And it's like, wow, that took you a lot longer than it took me. But yet my way's wrong, even though it's right. You got to carry the one. Yeah. I see a Boomer Esiason read a clue on Jeopardy last night. I know. I saw this. He never told us he was part of doing this. He did not tell us. Uh, he read a, it was like a football category, and he read a clue, and the answer was, uh, who is Johnny United? That's right. Of course, no one on the show got it. Ah. But anytime you do those sports topics, like when we watch regular Jeopardy, we probably feel even worse than a 670 on an SAT. Correct. In terms of our smarts or not smarts. You put the sports topics in, we well, we start thumping our chest because they look like three idiots up there. Right. I like the sports category or uh, music. That's, yeah, for sure. Like rock and roll. I feel A lot like of I entertainment. Yes, exactly. But yeah. when it gets to like French literature. And Boomer read his clue. He was so deliberate in his reading. He was. was. A very good job. Like he didn't want to screw up. No, he looked great. They clearly did it on the set of NFL Today. Yes, you could tell that by the background. Yeah. So he'll be out here thumping his chest today that he got to read a Jeopardy and clue. And good for him because I don't think either one of us will ever do that. And mm -hmm. it, it stumped uh, the person, too. Yeah, they got stumped. The, the one woman guessed uh, uh, Joe, uh, Namath. Joe Namath. Jerk yeah. face loser. Okay. Yeah, jerk now, did she loser. lose on that? Did she lose because of that? That's I don't know. I, I, know she, I think she lost, though. The, she who did. was the big, uh, Finally. big winner. Yeah. She was annoying. Yeah, I, I don't watch Jeopardy. I don't either. I don't need to feel stupid. But I had put it on a couple of times in the last month or so. I'm like, she's still here? So. I liked occasionally they would do like high school or college Jeopardy, and the questions were easier. The what? Yes. What easier? Easier. Not easy. Easier. Not easy. She also, and I don't know, I don't know why this was a thing. And I don't, maybe it's just my friends that, that were discussing it. So she's transgender. The woman that, that had right? one. Yeah. And it was as if like that mattered. 
Like, why does that matter in terms of knowledge? You're either smart or you're not smart. If you're a woman, a man, a kid, it doesn't matter. I don't even know why that would be part of the story. Well, they want to show, Jerry, that the transgender individuals can also ace Jeopardy. Roll models. We're all people. People are people, so why should it be? People are strange. You and I should get along so awfully. (laughs) We're doing two different songs here. (laughs) (laughs) There used to be Rock and Roll Jeopardy on VH1. Now that Back sounds in the day, fun. That was fun. That sounds like a blast. I kicked ass on that one. Didn't yeah. you guys do Jeopardy here with Boomer and Carton in the yeah, first year? We did. It caused a lot of fights, though. Why? Uh, well, fights. Because the Tracy, who used to read the news yeah. on Boomer and Carton many years ago, I, I think she felt that the categories were unfair to her. Oh, they were slanted in the other direction. They were uh, Some... male oriented. She felt, even though I had categories like candy. I would see that would go right down the line. I would think. Everyone knows candy. Everyone loves candy. Who you picked the questions? Candy? I did. I used to write Jeopardy. So you must have dominated and won every time. Well, I didn't play. <laughs> no, I know. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> and Boomer didn't play. I don't think. I don't even know who used to play. Well, I know Carlin played because there were a couple of fun clips with him. Yeah, Carlin would play. Where he screwed. There was one where he screwed up the answer that he knew, and he was just so was upset with himself. What is this? Sounds like Rocky. Tracy is miserable at the Al Dukes line of questions. Al you Dukes, hate it. I hate Al Dukes' question. I hate the categories. <laughs> Famous oh. Met fans. Yeah. Okay, Eddie's, that could be anybody's game. Eddie's, you don't have to be a sports fan. I don't I don't watch sports. And you don't have to. You ever hear of Seinfeld? It was like the number one show was, for and that was the 10 only, years. And that was the only question I got. Oh, Chris Hughes. Rock. Never heard of him. <laughs> I, I number one comedian in the world. I, Kevin I James. His, I don't know what he does. But I, I don't watch that stuff. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Why don't you just give me your... Uh, blog that you do on Facebook, and I'll follow along. And we'll Why just check all Tracy's categories. <laughs> go, get, go get a girlfriend, okay? When was the last time you got any? Wow! Oh, yeah, yeah. Why don't you, why don't you go put some. I'll be, right I'll be nice here and hold back. Okay. <laughs> go shave your head, honey. I've never heard out things like this before. Don't push, he says. Awkward. <laughs> Let's do it on the air. Women love candy. Women yes. love candy, yes. Superstitions. Tracy doesn't eat candy. Well, you think you're aware that candy exists, right? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Wow, you were a D-bag back then, too? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, I was, And you Jerry. weren't wrong in what you said. Correct. It's very funny the way you said it, though. Nailed I don't know. It. Maybe Chris Rock, the number one comedian <laughs> in the world. Go write your blog. <laughs> wow. That's that was a ugly. People writing blogs. I remember. That was, wow, that was great. That was uh, good stuff. Uh, Jerry, let's get into this whole situation <laughs> with uh, the new Giants GM uh, met the media yesterday. Oh, he did. Yeah. How do we say his last name? Shane. Shane? Shane? Yeah. Joe Shane. I don't know like why Shone. it's just not S-H-A-N-E, but it's, right. it looks like Sconey. Or Shone. Shone. Or Shoney. Shane. Joe Shane, Shane met the media. Yeah. Uh, he talked about the, the cap issues that they have in front of them. He did. He, he talked about Daniel Jones. He did. He talked about, well, then John Mara also spoke, Jerry. John Mara had one of the most, I think the only way I could say it is the most honest. Is that right? Well, I mean, he basically put responsibility on what Daniel Jones has or has not done on the organization. We've done everything possible to to, to screw this kid up. How many owners That's do you think nice. you've heard say that? Uh, none. And then he went into, he and he explained it. It wasn't like he just said that. Then he, he essentially said it's been a revolving door of head coaches. 
coordinators, assistant coaches, players. Like there's no, there's been no stability and consistency. And he said that's you know not going to do a kid well. So I thought that was actually pretty good, pretty honest. Yeah. Well, where'd this guy come from? Buffalo. Yeah. Shane, Joe Shane. How old is he? He looks young. He is young. He's somewhere in his thirties. Thirties. Yeah. Is Joe Shane thirty five? I would have said I would have yelled like that, Jerry. No matter. Just what Google age. it. He might be thirty four. What age you said? He might even be thirty four. Hold 34. on a second. Thirty four. What is he? Yeah, he's young. What does he know, Jerry? What do you get on his SATs? Tell you what, he doesn't have a Wikipedia page. I'd love to know what he. If I was a reporter, I go, "What'd you get on your SATs? What was that out of?" You want to know? I'd say, "Hey, Joe Shane, I'm he's forty two. So who was the thirty four year? Was that Ryan Poles then? That was thirty four. There was one guy that was in his mid thirties. So he's forty two. So you're only a decade older than him. Only a ten years <laughs> older than him. Yes. So when I was twenty, Jerry, he was ten years old. Yes. When now he was he's 30, a GM. he was twenty. What yeah. am I doing? Um. Well. Just acting annoyed every day at everything. Oh, all right. Well, that seems kind of fun. I swear to God, it looks like you have a part squirrel on your head, part beaver. It's my. I do not have a beaver on my head, Jerry. That's my hat. That's my winter hat. I skinned the beaver. <laughs> Listen, you do what you got to do with the beaver. It's fine. Just if if the whole hat that I'm wearing had this fur, I'd look like I was wearing a hairpiece. No, you no? look like an animal. Oh. You'd look like half man, half animal. Back in the day, before we had stores, you had to skin a beaver and then put its pelt on your head. Yeah, I don't then, think I'd do well. And then that was how you stayed warm. Even like I watched, I told you, I watched the show in Alaska. Yeah. I don't know why I can't. I don't watch it every day, but once a week I probably watch it. Life below zero. Life, you right, below zero, yeah. yeah. And it is just, I, the way these people live, I don't, it's like it's, you know, the 1800s. Yeah. And they love it. So and they wear hats like you're wearing. Yes. So maybe we'll drop you off somewhere in Fairbanks, spin okay. you around, and say good luck. <laughs> you guys know where I could find some beavers. <laughs> I need a hat and meat. <laughs> so My favorite stupid. part of this uh, John Mara yeah. interview or uh, meeting of the media with uh, Joe Shane was that uh, they said when they wanted to fly him here, yeah, from Buffalo to Newark. That uh, they sent him on JetBlue, mm-hmm. and uh, they gave him a middle seat in the back of the plane by the toilet. Now, was that done on? So I didn't gotten to that part yet. Yeah. Was that done on purpose to see how tough he was? To see if how interested in the job he was. No, they said what happened was is that uh, it was a last minute booking. Got it. So you take what you can get. The only thing available yeah. was a middle row seat uh, in the back of the plane, mm-hmm. and Joe Shane didn't even bring it up. Well, why would you bring it up? No, because you'd be like, listen, I'll but he, fly no, no. first class. Wrong. You're not. He, who? Hmm, this is going to sound terrible. Who are you? But who the hell are you? Well, that's how he felt. That's exactly who right. You're to, trying for the job. Yes. You're not. Now, if you were Bill Parcells back in the day and you're being wooed by, as he was, the Cowboys, then you send the private jet for him. Right. But if you were Bill Jablonicki looking for your first head coaching job and you were a quarterback's coach with whoever, the Kansas City Chiefs, you'll sit on the wing if you have to to go for that interview. That's exactly what he said, actually, Jerry. He said, I would have sat on the wing. I got to get here. It's true. Plus, no one on no one on the plane knew, oh, my gosh, that's Joe Shane. Look, at he's riding in the back. By John Merritt didn't know who he was until he walked into the room. That's true. <laughs> like, would you have known who he was? No. 
I mean, he was, you know, he wasn't the guy in Buffalo. He right. was the next guy. Right. He's And he's not, you know, the, the the GMs for the most part, unless you're Jerry Jones, and he's the owner as well, right, He Jerry? is. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. morning. Yep. Him, uh, Steven, Jerry Jr. Yeah, and they're out in the media. This mm-hmm. Joe Shane's probably not a, a guy who's, uh, you know, going on WGR in Buffalo every day. I wouldn't think so. And even still, it's the radio. You're still not going right. to see him. still not going to see him. Who's your fa- Give me your favorite team of any sport. For real. Of any year or just currently my favorite No, currently. Team? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you should... Eddie, who's I'm your gonna favorite? I'm going to New York. Eddie, who's your favorite team of any sport? The Mets. Oh, that didn't take long. Ask me. Jerry, who's your favorite? Cowboys. You're still right, sitting here five minutes later. Ask me again. <laughs> Al, who is your favorite team of any sport? The Mets. Okay. So the Mets. If I asked you right now, could you point the assistant GM out of a lineup? No, I could not. Yeah, I mean, so that's why for a guy like that, you're just thankful, get on the plane, do what you got to do, impress, get the job, get the big paycheck. Now we want first class. Now they said uh, that the Maratish private plane was not available. Like, where was that? I don't know. It's a great question. I I wasn't even aware that they had a private plane. Yeah. I would have thought. See, I always figure, aside from the ultra rich, Mm -hmm. I figure they do more like fractional ownership. Yeah, where you you pay for time. Yeah, net jets. The other day when I was driving home uh, and we passed by Newark Airport, yeah. the Boston Bruins plane was, oh, was that coming true? in. That was cool. That is neat. Like, it's just the Boston Bruins on the side. Because they charter with Rutgers, there's a lot of times where United, uh, where the charter area is, yeah. we see a lot of the team planes because they're in the same so area. It's, it's very neat. So they don't, the Boston Bruins don't own that airplane, right? They, the company just painted the plane? My guess would be, and I don't know this, because I think, I think JetBlue did this with the Jets, actually, as well where they painted a jet blue plane in jet colors because they charter with them. I'm pretty sure that's the way. Like, is there a chance I got on an airplane and I'm in a Boston Bruins labeled plane? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, you mean if they're short on planes and all of a sudden you book a flight to uh, Tempe, (laughs) (laughs) you're going to Phoenix and all of a sudden you're on a Bruins plane, I guess. And then people, mommy, mommy, look at the Bruins. And Al Dukes with a beaver on his head walks out. (laughs) Anybody seen my beaver? Oh, it's on the top of my head. People have. He's so stupid. All right, let's take a quick break. I'm not sure what we just did for the last we 18 minutes. We talked about John Mara but we've and, got, uh, and Joe Beavers. Shane and how he is not stuck up. He got on the back of a plane. He does seem like, and we'll have some fun with him today. All right. But he does seem like a genuinely good guy. Is that right? Yes. From, okay, good. I haven't got through all of his 30 minutes yet, but I've gotten through you know half of it so far. He does. He seems like a good guy. Um, who knows his stuff. So we'll see. And he's 42, you say? And he's 42. All and he's right. a young man in a young man's game. Quick break. Back in a moment. Boomer and Geo at 6 on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Night Ranger on a uh, Thursday. What is up? It's the warm-up show till 6 o'clock. We got Boomer and Geo. then. Lots on the table today as we're starting. Well, at least we're waiting for some of the head coaching dominoes to fall in the NFL. There was a report yesterday, and I forgot to follow up on it, 
that Byron Leftwich was finalizing a deal to be the Jaguars head coach. Have you seen that anywhere? I, I did see that report. But nothing came of but it nothing, afterwards, nothing right? Nothing came of it, yeah. It was weird. I saw an earlier... It's funny. If you... It, I use this uh, app called Feedly. Yeah. And it uh, aggregates uh, news from, you know, using RSS feeds to... It pulls news from different websites that I subscribe to. And one of them was... Uh, I use a... I, I look at Pro Football Talk. And it, it puts it in the order that the stories came out. Right. And it was like, first, the story was... Uh, Nothing is imminent between Jaguars and uh, Byron Leftwich. Then a little bit later on in the day, it was like, Jaguars about to sign Byron Leftwich. But then nothing came after that. The last report I see was 18 hours. New report or old report? Well, sort of old. Uh, Jaguars trying to finalize deal to make Leftwich head coach. And nothing since. Nothing since. It's been radio silence ever since. A lot of language in those contracts. Yeah. I also did see, uh, finishing up on the John Mara situation yeah. yesterday, that they did specifically come out and say they were not trading for Deshaun Watson. Correct. So get that out of your mouths. Yeah, I mean... I, I never really heard that with the Giants. Me neither. And I don't know who's trading for him until everything's settled anyway. Right. You well, can't. And he gave two reasons, Mr. John Mara. He said, uh, number one, first of all, with their the Giants have some salary cap issues, so that wouldn't work. Yeah. Secondly, with all the allegations out there, he's not... Looking to sign him. So yeah, it makes he's sense. out on two things. What is the deal with the Giants salary cap? What they, is the deal? It's not they, good. It's not good, right? Because no. this this new fella, uh, Joe Shine. Shane. <laughs> I hope he shines. Is what is why I get confused. Shane. Shane will shine. Shane will shine. He says uh, it's a real issue, and it they're going to take care of it. I don't know how you take care. You of cut it. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Who's making the most money? Out. You're gone. Yeah, but I, I don't feel like the Giants have like big money dudes. You know what well, I mean? Like they don't but have you've any... got signing bonuses that hurt the salary cap. No. Kenny Galladay got a good deal. I don't know what the numbers were. I have no idea about salary caps. Well, I don't. And and the NFL one in particular is such a joke in the way you can allocate money and yeah. push it all. Like the I think the Saints are in salary cap hell, if I'm not mistaken. And I know there were a bunch of jokes, like Sean Payton gave uh, Taysom Hill that contract and said, you know what, I'm good, see ya, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just, you know, there are teams that will, like you can sign a player to a gigantic contract, but then you find out he's making $6 million. It's like, what? Because they gave him $100 million of a signing bonus that gets spread. It's the whole thing. It's yeah, those signing bonuses, nonsense. If, they don't, if they don't count towards the salary... What's Why, the point? Right. What's the point? All right. Well, Couldn't that's the difference just... between hard caps and soft caps, and how you do things. It's it's all it's all fun, um, just fooling around with the numbers. That's yeah. all it is. To me, if you've got a salary cap of two hundred million dollars, this is what you can spend two hundred. Enough with the bonuses, and this is what you can spend on your roster. Right. It's such. It's so stupid. It really it is, is stupid. But oh well. It's stupid, Jerry, and I won't stand for it. And a good hard cap, and then you pay a luxury tax. Make it very simple across the board. Right. Uh, I see that uh, Bucks fans have reached out to Giselle Bunchton. Bunchin. Right. Not Bunchkin. <laughs> Tom Bunchkin. Brady's a wife. Yeah. They're married. Uh, he had put out a uh, Instagram post where he was really just explaining how he needs to take some time. He thanks the fans, all this really heartfelt yeah. thing. And then she responded to it like with heart emojis or something, you know. So then the fans knew she was looking at his Instagram. Mm. So then the fans all started hitting her up. Please let him play one more <laughs> year. Please, Giselle. 
<laughs> we need another Super Bowl. One more, Giselle. Please. She's got a lot of power. So they're hoping that uh, Giselle will read these Instagram com Instagram. I'm comments. sure she'll see them. I don't know. I think your Instagram. There's. I often wonder about that. Like people that have a very large Instagram following, do they look at the comments? You can't. I don't know how so Instagram works. I don't know. But but even if you're on Twitter, I mean, we celebrities look. I mean, they get into fights with fans all the time. Yeah, I know. But I wonder, like, people that have, like, a million followers or more, how how are you looking? I mean, you've got... Oh, you're not sifting through all of them, but I think... Scan do I think you kind of check the mentions once in a while? Yeah, I think so. Of course. I thought it was funny, like, when uh, when Trump was president and he was still allowed on Twitter, people would, like write to him and say nasty things like i'm like he's not seeing these tweets i don't know i'm not sure because if you know what in that case if he did he'd probably fire right back right i mean you're a big celebrity do you That's look at true. them uh i do look at them right but i'm saying i don't i don't have nearly the followers what difference does it make though because, because I think you, the, you the can more... still open it and see the 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 initial messages yeah, no, right. You're right. You could always see the the yeah. initial. I'm just saying if things get buried and oh, they're not going deep. Stuff's into always it. gonna get buried. But do I think that they look and see certain things? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So maybe the fans are getting to Giselle. It's possible. She's got a big burden on her shoulders now. She does. The fate and the history for next year of the Bucks is squarely on her shoulders. Squarely on because imagine Tom Brady don't come back. They're screwed. Uh they're gonna be right? yeah, unless they get Aaron Rodgers. Unless and then they'll be fine. Rogers. And now we, everyone thinks Aaron Rodgers is going to the Broncos because they think his offensive coordinator is getting the head coaching job there. Well, here's my question. Are they ready to win next year as currently constituted? The Broncos? No, Al, the Washington Generals. I don't know about the Generals, Jerry. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think they are. I mean, I know the quarterback makes a big difference, but are they going to go win in the AFC where you've got the Bills and you've got the Chiefs that are good, complete football teams? Well, I don't know. The West alone has the Raiders. And the Chargers. The Chargers and yeah, the Chiefs. Absolutely. So I don't know that that's a foregone conclusion. Now, if you told me he was going to San Francisco, I buy that. That team is ready to win. Why for... does nobody like Jimmy Garoppolo? The guy was already in one Super Bowl. He's a game away from the Super Correct. Bowl. And everyone's just and if looking you win to the, toss him. And if you win the Super Bowl, that's good. I think what you look at with Jimmy Garoppolo is people feel like he's more of the game manager type. Is that right? If you can add Aaron Rodgers to a team that's got that defense and those weapons, that team could, I'll say it, could win 16 or 17 games. I think people don't like Jimmy Garoppolo because he's handsome when they hold uh, that against he's just not. He's not a great quarterback. He's fine. But there, there's another example, as I've always told you, that you don't need the best quarterback in the world to succeed in the NFL. The Niners are the blueprint right there. Just He's, like the Ravens were back in the day with Trent Dilfer. They're fine quarterbacks, but they're not. The, would you put Jimmy Garoppolo in the top 10 of quarterbacks in no. the NFL? Well, then you answered your own question. You got a chance to get the best guy. No, no I'm saying I'm not saying I wouldn't trade, you know, get get right. rid of him for Aaron Rodgers, but I feel like people are constantly like looking to replace him. Well, I would say this. When you think about the 49ers, what are the first players or things Debo you think Samuel. about? Yeah, it's that's the first thing you think about. Nick the Bosa. Defense. Yes. Now, if I ask you the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who's the first person you think of? Tom Brady. There's your. You just answered your own question. Packers. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Yeah. Devontae Adams. Yeah. So if you added him to that team, to the rest of the teams in the NFC, good luck. Because that would be ridiculous. Yeah. With the way they play defense. 
Man. And as far as him, uh, Aaron Rodgers going to Denver because of the offensive coordinator interviewing there, that offensive coordinator for the Packers also interviewing in Jacksonville. Hey, it's an NFL job. First-time coach. Now, if you're the Jaguars, you can't put a middle uh, middle seat by the bathroom, can you? No. You're the Jaguars, you're right? The Jaguars. You gotta come on. Like you gotta woo the people. You gotta woo. You're not the Giants. Right. People want the Giants job. Yeah. People for will sure. settle for the Jaguars. Well, I gotta job. tell you, it would probably seem lovely to live in Jacksonville. I know Jacksonville's not Miami, but the yeah. weather is so it much is better. Nice. Muggy. It is. I would say muggy, Jerry. Muggy, but it's still warm most of the year. Humid and muggy. Yeah. Uh, Gronk also said uh, he doesn't know if he's retiring. I guess he's just going to follow whatever his... Uh, he's waiting for Tom Brady. His daddy, Tom Brady, tells him to do. I think if Tom Brady walks away, Gronk probably walks away as well. Gronk said if he had to answer today, and he doesn't, but if he had to answer today, he would say retiring. But he doesn't. But he doesn't. And there's a lot of players, whether it's baseball, football, whatever, the day after the season's over, they're so emotionally drained that you've got thoughts of, you know, maybe I don't do this anymore. Right. You give him some time. How much time do you think you need? Two weeks? Yeah, I would say, I think after a couple of weeks, you kind of settle back in. I think two weeks. I'd yeah. say, give me two weeks. And to be honest, to be fair, I think even a little bit longer to kind of refresh. Like, I don't right? think, well, I mean, if you just finished the season and lost a terrible playoff game, whether it was, you know, game-ending kick or whatever the case may be, wouldn't you want a little bit more time to just kind of go, I, I don't want to see that facility for a month. Go to some... You know, an Caribbean island. island, be left alone, and just kind of check out for. I mean, hell, you wanted to check out for a couple of weeks. You were telling me on the podcast yesterday. Yeah, I wanted to go disappear for a couple of weeks. Now, thing, if you were getting fresh. banged around on the field every Sunday, I need to drop out of the world for a little while. And I encourage that. That was a clip from yesterday's podcast. And I, and I encouraged you to do that. Well, I was going to drop out of the world for a little while. Yeah, go dark. I was going to take a leave of absence of one month. Mm-hmm. Go hide somewhere. Can you? Can we do that? Like, yes. if I needed a break, yeah, could I take a month off without pay? You can. I could, huh? Huh. Especially nowadays, employers have to accept everything. Fair. That's true. I mean, never in, never before in the world has an employee had the upper hand on employers like they do post or middle of. No, COVID. you're right. You're 100 right. You just be like, I just be like, um, hello, Odyssey. I don't feel safe here. With the air I'm breathing. I need off. And they'd be like, he'll sue us if we don't let him take off. <laughs> this might. is what we've done to employers. <laughs> we we forced their hand. They got to accept every crazy thing we come up with. I'll tell you, a month off in like Arizona does sound sweet. <laughs> just to check out. Yeah, just to go hide up in a, one of the mountains. You think you'd be shot out of a cannon when you came back? No, I think what happens, like, even when you go on vacation, when you come back, you're a couple hours in, you're like, I feel like I never left. <laughs> you get be, right back. You're, you know what? You're right. I didn't come into work for over a year. By the Wednesday I was back, I was like, I but feel like I've never left. you were still working, though. I was. That's right. You know, you're right. You were still working, though. I was still working. This would be a month of nothing but hiking, sitting by the pool, yeah. drinking one or two beers a week. Yes, really digging into the beers. When you thought about this month off, yeah. did you think about it alone, or were you going to bring no, someone you with go you? you got to go solo. You were going to go alone. Yeah. Fum, boy, that does sound lovely. I was going to be like a monk and not even speak to another person in that month. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. I, I was going to take a code of silence or whatever it's called. <laughs> Man, you're really going of, deep. Vow of silence. Mm. Oh. Uh, yeah, you know, it's funny. You could probably do it, too. And just go meditate, Jerry, with the Harry monks. Krishna beads. Harry Krishna. I would bring my Harry Krishna beads. Get them out of the closet. Uh-huh. 
And here we go. Oh, Hare Krishna, <laughs> Hare Krishna. Do you imagine you take your family to a resort, and for the for every day for the week, you see this bald guy <laughs> in his fifties with no kids, just <laughs> sitting there poolside that refuses to speak to anybody. Yeah. So people come over. Would you like a drink, sir? I would just mm. I would just shake my head yes or no, but no speaking. Vow of silence. Oh. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Like that was the thing you legit thought you were gonna do every day. I did. I think I, I thought I was gonna do Hare Krishna beat. And how long that last? I did it twice. <laughs> Good thing I only got the $6 beads and not the, like, they had expensive beads, you know? Yeah, well, I'm sure the sexual beads probably cost more than those do. Oh, yes. Uh, let's take a quick break. 25 in front of six. Boomer and Geo coming up. Then it's football Thursday. We don't have many more football weeks left. Football Thursday right here on The Fan. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. I'm sitting here dancing, not realizing that I have to play the music coming out of breaks. There you go. By the way, the Spotify uh, battle, Jerry, between uh, Joe Rogan. Let me guess, it's over already. (laughs) Between Joe Rogan and Neil Young has come to an end. Shocking. Neil Young realized no one will hear his music. And I can't find Neil Young's music on Spotify today. Oh, is that true? Oh, it's already gone. Oh, okay. So they basically said, see ya. See ya. All right. I figured he actually said, never mind. No, no, no. He's holding, uh, and and Neil Young is uh, imploring other musicians. To also pull their music from Spotify. You mean like other old musicians? <laughs> I think so because young musicians will not be of pulling their music. They won't be. So silly. Yeah. So Neil Young is out now. I did hear. I don't know where these statistics come from because uh, it's very hard with podcasts to get someone to tell you what yeah. their downloads get. But uh, in all of the news stories about this, they say that Joe Rogan has 11 million downloads per episode average. Mm-hmm. He does like three a week. Right. I thought he did four or five three or a week. Four. He yeah. definitely does at least three. Yeah. So that'd be 33 million a week times four weeks. That's pretty good. Do the math He's close that, to what but... we do. <laughs> That's true, Jerry. Uh, we also get 11 million per... Uh... How is that Call Me Daddy one going? Because the buzz for that was so... I mean, it was crazy, and I feel like I haven't heard about it since yeah i say she i think in the podcast world she still has buzz yeah i've actually listened to a few episodes oh, no, i'm not saying you haven't i just yeah. feel like that was it was all over the place social media wise i feel yeah. like i don't hear about it anymore yeah uh yeah she still has buzz in the podcast world is she like right up there with rogan i think she's uh about i would say she's in top 10 Top 10 of all podcasts. I would, I'm going to say that. Yeah, I'm going to say she's top 10 of all podcasts. She just did. I listened to a two-parter, Jerry. She did it with uh, Jamie Lynn Spears, Britney Spears' sister. I'm not interested. I saw that. I, I saw her on TV. Who cares? I don't know why I cared, but I did. I'm not interested. I did care. Okay, good. I, I, wanted, I like I don't. family drama. 
Let's see the top twenty-one podcasts. Well, see this Number is not. One. But how do you? But again, how do you? Alan yeah. Jerry's post-game podcast. No, see this is a this is a phony list. You want to know why? Because they say the top podcast to listen to is called the Rabbit Hole. Yeah. Nope. Give me a break. Fake right. news, Jerry. That yeah. is fake news. Sad. Yeah. Uh, ticket resale trends suggest that there will be more 49ers fans. No kidding. More, Jerry. Not. There were more last time. More 49ers fans than Rams fans in Los Angeles. Yes. That's what it was last time they played. There were more? I yes. thought there was just like. The Rams went to a silent count. <laughs> and it was a sea of red in the in the audience. Oh, boy. In the crowd. Yep. Jimmy Garoppolo's hoping for a lot of, quote, loud and proud 49ers fans to hit the, uh, what do they call that, SoFi Stadium? Yeah, yeah, in L.A. Oh, boy. I don't think he's going to have to worry. I, that's going to be exactly what it is. It's going to be a 49er crowd. You think Matthew Stafford's going to have to do silent count? I <laughs> think that there's, yes, I think that they will have to do that again. I don't yeah. think that changes. Hmm. Absolutely. That's I think that remains the same. Yeah. I don't understand. I'm trying to. So this, all right. So in, on this podcast thing, yeah. So this one at least seems a little bit more legit to all me. All right. Who the, puts this together? Toppodcast.com. <laughs> Sounds so legit. Now at least, but Joe Rogan at least appears on this one. All right, that's good. The top one, which is right up your alley, although you're probably not interested because you don't want to hear about it. You like to watch it. Crime Junkie. Yeah, I've tried listening to the crime ones. Uh, it's just uh, women reading. I don't. The I'm second understand. one, morbid, a true crime podcast. Yeah. What is wrong with people? People love true crime. I want to watch true crime. I don't want to hear about it. That's what it. I said. That's yeah. why I figured you would not. But Jason Bateman's podcast is four. Hmm. How about that? And your guy, Ben Shapiro, is... Yeah. I just saw him. He is number 12 on the list. Number 12. Where's Mr. Joe Rogan on He's the list? He's 14 on the list. Where's Call Her Daddy? I don't see it. But here's what? another one about murders. Mm-hmm. Here's the one about murdering people at campsite. Dr. Laura. Where's uh, Pardon My Take from Barstool? I that's don't a see good it. one. That's see, that's a f- fugazi list. I don't see it. I would say this is your top podcast: Joe Rogan, Part of My Take, Mark Marin, Call Her Daddy, Ben Shapiro, Dan Lebetard, thirty six on the list. Part yeah, of My Take comes in thirty seven. That no way. There's no way Part of My Take has less listeners than Dan. Hey, Lebitard. Dave Ramsey shows up at number oh, forty one. Oh my man, Dave. Financial podcast, and here's the one Eddie listens to on the way home every day: the yeah. Bible recap. The Bible recap. We're all about the, the Bible. <laughs> Dave Ramsey's ruined the show by he, you could tell he's he's trying to slide into retirement, so he has too many co-hosts. Sure, uh, with him, I just like him. No, I hear you. I don't want to hear someone else either. Guest guest hosting. I like listening to him talk to people who are in debt. Because it makes me feel better about myself. Understood. Although I like if the hearing... market continues the way it's going. Yeah, then... I might be in debt as well. <laughs> Speaking of which, you know, there are athletes, Jerry, like Mr. Odell Beckham Jr., who is taking his salary from the Rams in particular uh, in Bitcoin. Yeah, and I, he's losing a lot of money. Yeah, right so now. they're saying uh, they did uh, one of the uh, sports business people. I don't know if it was, uh, I'm trying to think who might have done it, Richard Deitch. I saw this, I, yeah. That uh, that his his seven hundred fifty thousand dollars salary with the Rams is currently worth thirty five thousand dollars after taxes after taxes Correct. because of Bitcoin is yes. not doing well. Bitcoin right now is at thirty six thousand. All right, it got up. It was up to seventy five thousand. Uh, yes, point. it was. And from what I read, the things like this are going to continue to happen. It'll surge. It'll dip. It'll yeah. surge. It'll dip. You know what they say, Jerry? Buy the dip. <laughs> <laughs> 
by the dip. You just don't know when the dip bottoms out. <laughs> That's the problem. That is a problem. That is the Because if you buy the dip today and it goes in the toilet again, you need another dip. It's very interesting with these podcasts because the different platforms have different lists. Yeah. So the Spotify list is Rogan 1, Call Her Daddy 2. So it's like right there right? Uh, with what you're talking about. Then there are other ones where... They're way down on the list. Yeah, that's a, you can never trust the podcast, the downloads. I don't trust anybody. I don't trust them. No. For example, I think we have probably 15 times what the numbers tell us. I would agree with that. Wow, it's amazing how many murder podcasts yeah, there are. Yeah, a lot are. of people, people love, love murders. murders. I know, and people think I'm weird because I watch murder shows. Holy the, cow. People have a thirst for murder. I don't think you're weird. What I find weird about that is how you can watch a just terribly sad and brutal documentary and say, all right, night, going to bed now. <laughs> I can't watch, I will not watch like paranormal stuff and then go to bed because I get scared. of That'll things. freak you out. Yeah, that freaks me out. Got it. But someone stabbing someone in the face 15 times, you're good. Yeah, Roll over, shut your part, eyes, and you're comfortable. Most, for the most part, someone you know. No, I understand what you're saying, you. but it's still, the the details are gory yeah. and can be just brutal. It can they, they can be brutal. Jerry, how does the... Uh, how did the Charlotte Hornets score 150 because points? Because they night? hit 27 three pointers, I think it was. 100. They scored 158 points. Yeah. I see some scores of games where like the NBA teams are scoring 70 points. Yeah. The other night there was a game 121 to 78, I believe. I forget what it was, which game that was. Was this a regu- regulation game? Yes, it did was. They, overtime? they won by 50. They no, won they won by 30. 150, 120 something. 126. Yeah. You thought that was an overtime? No, no, no. I'm just saying the amount. <laughs> they scored them by 37 points in five minutes. No, I'm just saying it was a lot of points for four quarters of basketball. Yeah. Well, when you hit 27 threes, do the math. So they must have not been missing at all. Yes. yes. And again, the 27 threes, that's like an additional 27 points for a regular field goal. Oh, I see what you're saying. So when you're hitting threes like that, they put up 81 points on three-point shots. That's who, nuts. I know, Jerry, but for the audience, who are the big-name players on the Charlotte Hornets? Uh, LaMelo Ball. Oh, one of the Ball brothers. How how long would you say overtime is in the NBA? 12 minutes. <laughs> and a whole nother quarter. Which would make sense that they yes. could outscore them by 37, but no, it's mm-hmm. five minutes. Five minutes. Yes. So, yeah. Do people complain about those overtime rules as no. well? No, no, because it's stupid. There's nothing wrong with the overtime rules. Yeah. I still had people yesterday call me, I got a plan for the overtime oh, in the NFL. I, I can't take it. You give each team a bowling ball. <laughs> get hang up the phone <laughs> right about, now. You know what I would like to see, though? And I mean this, and no one would ever suggest it, but I liked it when they first did it, and it would make sense to me instead of having the coin flip. Mm-hmm. Old XFL. <laughs> line guys up at the goal line and go yes. fight for the ball. I'm for that. That now, would be cool. I- that's a good idea, Jerry. Now it's not a coin flip. It's your desire and will. Right. Go get the ball. Which, since we've taken away onside kicks practically, they would never allow guys to just come charging in. Again, I said it had no chance, but I like that idea. What if they did a thing where it's like everyone who's suited up gets on the field and they drop the ball from like a helicopter? <laughs> now you sound like the dumb callers. <laughs> just imagine the scrum. Yeah, you'd be rugby. Do you remember when you, and I'm a couple years older than you, but when I when we first got cable, Eddie would remember this, when we very first got cable in the early 80s uh, and ESPN was a thing and they didn't have any programming, they yeah. had Australian rules football oh, I, I actually remember that, sure. That was wild because yes. the guys had no helmets. Yes. And they were killing each other. 
And no one seemed to be getting hurt. Troy Aikman still believes if you want to get concussions, you're never going to get rid of them all. You're just not. But if you want to limit the amount of concussions on the field, leather helmets again. Because you won't. Because guys feel fearless with those helmets. As opposed to being a little bit more, you know, I got a leather helmet. That's not going to help me too much. Yeah. So he had that he had that take four or five years ago. A lot of people killed him for it. Sure. And then when people thought about it, it actually makes sense. But it is what it is. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, Al saved a really cool story that will bridge us to the Boomer and Geo show. Right now, Odyssey Sportsman at Amy Lawrence on James Harden. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Right, welcome back. Knicks lost to Miami. Nets lost uh, last night in Brooklyn. And Seton Hall lost to Marquette. What else you got? Jerry, if you have any plans to go on Twitter or Instagram really to don't. trash don't. Baker Mayfield. I don't. I don't care about Baker Mayfield. You will not be able to do that as he is getting off of the toxic social medias. Well, he's, he's taking a break. Taking a month off by himself. <laughs> Not going to speak to another human being. <laughs> I need to drop out of the world for a little while. <laughs> Me and Baker Mayfield. Two dudes hanging out by the pool yeah, not speaking We're to not going to talk to each other either. We're taking a, a code of silence. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, a vow. A vow of silence. Right. Uh, and we're both getting off. So no trashing of Baker Mayfield for you, Jerry. Who I know how you cares? like to go on there and say, you suck. I don't. Hey, Baker, you suck. No, I don't. You're Why even announce that? Just go dark. Yeah, I've thought about that too. Like, will you announce it as if, listen, if you don't hear from me, I'm uh, um, I'm taking a break. How disappointed would you be if you got like no reaction? Like, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> didn't notice you were gone. Or come back. I'm back. Where'd you go? <laughs> I didn't realize. I didn't know you were disappeared from Twitter. How long? If I media. took your phone away from you, yeah. How long before you got the shakes? You'd be all right. <laughs> I would get the shakes. Yeah. Would you really? I, I, I'm I'm trying. I tried this week to do to be better, and I'll, I think I am being better. Mainly because I unfollowed a lot of things. Yeah, I guess. But I did helps. see you tweeting. WFAN and WFAN FM and HD One, New York, an Odyssey station.